Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 1 Samuel chapter 27, and if I were to give this one a title, it would be Healthy Boundaries. Healthy Boundaries. I don't know if you've ever had this opportunity where you try to work things out with someone. You try to be their friend. You try to walk with them. And after a while, you begin to realize that, that your friendship is just toxic. You, know, you just can't seem to get along. You're always at odds with one another. And so you finally just decide the best thing for us to do is just to have a healthy boundary. We're going to take a step back because this is just simply not working. Well, we're going to see that happen in much bigger, much more, um, much bigger scale and a, and a lot more uh, going on in the situation. It's basically what we're going to find today with David is he finally realizes, look, this is not working. <laughs> and we're going to get into that in just a moment. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for everybody who is doing that. We are getting so close to a thousand and it's all because of you. Thank you so much. Thank you for all of our podcast listeners. You are forever and always my favorites. Thank you for leaving me a five-star review. Please continue to do that. And also, all of us, let's make sure that we are sharing these with one another and we're going to the Facebook discussion group and just getting there together. And the more we dig, the more we find. And if you would like to receive a text message reminding you of the daily chapter we're supposed to be reading, as well as links to the podcast and all the other things, you can text RLC Bible to 94000 and you will get those so that you can read along with us and you can listen to these every day. You don't have to come to YouTube or your podcast app. You just hit the text message and it'll go there, okay? Well, let me catch you up as you are opening up your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter 27. The overall idea of 1 Samuel is God's providence despite our silliness. What we're saying is, is that God's got a plan. And that plan is very seldom our plan. You can read through 1 Samuel and you're like, man, this is crazy. I mean, Saul is chasing after David. And, and then when Saul, when he was actually first anointed king, he was hiding in the baggage. You know, he's they had to pull him out of there. And he's just David and Goliath, just, just all of this. But what you can see as you step back, and as we're getting toward the end of 1 Samuel, is God slowly nudging and moving and kind of getting everybody where they need to be. And what is happening is, is God is slowly training and teaching David how to trust in him and how to prepare him for the throne. And it's amazing to see how he is slowly learning that God really is with him and it's going to be okay. And what's going to happen a lot of times in my life and in your life is through a lot of different circumstances. You know, a lot of, a lot of different things in life, God is slowly teaching us what to do, how to live, and how to trust him in all things. And what David's going to learn today is sometimes you just got to go. You just got to let go, trust the Lord, and just get out of Dodge for a little while. We're going to see that he's finally had enough of what's going on. And he realizes, I mean, this is twice now, that Saul has almost got David. And so watch what he does, and let's see what the Lord may teach us today in 1 Samuel 27. So if you're ready, here we go. 1 Samuel chapter 27, verse 1 says this, But David kept thinking to himself, Someday Saul is going to get me. And he's probably true. The best thing I can do is escape to the Philistines. Then Saul will stop hunting me as in the Israelite territory, and I will finally be safe. So pause. So think about this. He is basically doing, you ever heard the phrase, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Well, that's, that's kind of what David is doing. He's saying, listen, Saul hates the Philistines. The Philistines hate Saul. If I go to the Philistines, 
Saul can't come there, and they're going to like me because it turns out that me and Saul aren't friends either, right? So enemy of my enemy is my friend. So verse 2, David took his 600 men and went over and joined Achish, the son of Moach, the king of Gath. David and his men and their families settled there with Achish at Gath. David brought his two wives along with him, Ahinahem of Jezreel and Abigail, Nabal's widow from Carmel. Word soon reached Saul that David had fled to Gath, so he stopped hunting for him. One day, David said to Achish, If it is all right with you, I would rather live in one of the country towns here instead of the royal city. So Achish gave him the town of Ziklag, which still belongs to the kings of Judah to this day. And they lived there among the Philistines for a year and four months. David and his men spent time raiding the Gersherites and the Gerizites and the Amalekites, the people who had lived near Shur toward the land of Egypt since the ancient times. David did not leave one person alive in the villages he attacked, and he took the sheep, goats, cattle, donkeys, camels, and clothing before returning home to see King Achish. Where did you come from and make your raid today, Achish would ask. And then David would reply, Ah, against the south of Judah, the Jezmerites and the Kenites, and no one was left alive to come to Gath to tell him where he had actually been. This happened again and again while he was living among the Philistines. Achish believed David and thought to himself, By now the people of Israel must hate him bitterly. Now he will have to stay here and serve me forever. So what's going on is David goes over to the Philistine king and says, Hey, look, can I just go live in one of your, you know, your suburbs, one of your country towns? He's like, Sure. Well, then what he started to do is even there, he's still attacking Israel's enemies. He's still taking care of Israel and killing all of their enemies and taking everything. But then when he goes back to the king, he's like, ah, I was, t- I was attacking my own people. I was attacking you know, Judah and Israel, even though he wasn't. And so the problem was, is he wasn't leaving anybody to tell the story, to tell that he was lying. <laughs> and so he was actually protecting Israel, but telling the Philistines he wasn't. And that's how he was brokering the deal. Now, once again, what the Bible reports, it doesn't always support. God is not saying that when you get into a beef with somebody, you start lying to third parties. Okay, it's not what it's saying at all. As a matter of fact, David is wrong for doing this. But what he was right for doing is realizing that if I'm continuing to beat my head up against the wall with somebody, sometimes it's better for me to get a little bit of air and to separate from somebody. He's realizing that Saul's toxic. Saul is going to continue to come after him. Saul is not going to quit. So what he needs to do is he needs to get out of Dodge and create a healthy boundary. And he does. Now, what he does while he's there is a whole other conversation. And we don't agree that David shouldn't have done this. But once again, the Bible reports what it doesn't always support. But the big idea and what we can take out of this is sometimes it's better to take a break. Now, I don't want to say this and give anybody permission to stop trying, do the very best you can to walk in harmony and in unity with others. But some people You just have to realize, hurting people hurt people. Saul is hurting. Saul is feeling jealous. He's envious. He's insecure. He's angry. And this pain that's inside of him is lashing out, and he's trying to hurt David. So the result of this is, as David realizes, hurting people hurt people. And I'm trying to get away, and I'm trying to get away, and it's not going to work. And so can I tell you that there are some people in your life that are hurting. They're broken. That doesn't mean what they're doing is excusable. It doesn't mean we should let them get away from it get away with it. But we do understand that it's not always because somebody's evil. Sometimes it's because they're broken. And David realizes 
Saul's broken. And all he's going to do is continue to lash out at me. And so sometimes what you've got to do is for a season, you've got to remove yourself from the problem because this person is simply not listening to reason. So I want to encourage you with something. Christians are not intended to be other people's whipping post. We're not supposed to be the person that other people can just beat up. Well, you can't say anything because you're a Christian. That is not it at all. As a matter of fact, a lot of people misquote that verse where Jesus said, if someone slaps you on one side of the face, you offer them up the other one. Back in the day when Jesus was saying this, to slap someone across the face with an open palm was an insult. He wasn't saying you should let people beat you up. He was saying if someone offers you an insult, don't insult them back. Be bigger than that. He's not saying get beat up. But I've known a lot of Christians who allow themselves to be other people's emotional trash can and let them just spew whatever they want to spew at you and say whatever they want to say at you and just just constantly, and you feel like you're supposed to just sit there and take it because you're a Christian. That's not true. You are important just like they are. You, You deserve respect. You have no right or they have no right to treat you like an emotional trash can where they just say whatever they want to say. And so there comes a time when hurting people hurt people to a point that just like David did, sometimes you have to find separation so that you can go about your business and let them go about theirs. It's important sometimes to have necessary endings. And what I want to pray for you today is that maybe you're in a situation where you're okay. You don't have any of that in your life. And we want to celebrate that. But maybe you're listening to this today and you're in some toxic relationships. You're in some friendships that really, they're abusing you verbally. They're hurting people and they're hurting you. But you think a good Christian is supposed to do that? No, not if it gets to the point where it becomes too much. Also, sometimes this happens and we're afraid. We're afraid that if we put a boundary in place, then we won't have any friends. What can I tell you? There are a lot of people out there and you do not deserve to be somebody else's emotional trash can. So I want to pray that God will give you wisdom to know if you need to take a step, maybe take a step into a relationship or take a step away from one, put a healthy boundary in a place so that you can be healthy, they can find health, and then maybe that friendship can be saved down the road. Let me pray for you right now. Father, thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that there's people listening to this right now. They've been through that. They've had those toxic relationships, and you have helped them come out on the other side, and we want to celebrate that. But God, we know there's also some, Lord, that we, we get so afraid. We're afraid, God, because we want to be liked. We want to be loved. We want to be valued. We want to be seen. And we're afraid that if we stand up for ourselves and if we, don't, if we advocate for ourselves too much, that we're going to create difficulties and all of that. And Lord, there's always a balance there, and we always need to use wisdom. I pray that you'll give someone wisdom today, someone that needs to realize enough's enough. It's time for them to turn that person over to you and maybe to find a healthy boundary in their life. I trust you, God, to send someone into their life that they can have a conversation with about this today so that they can be healthy and they can help everyone around them be healthy too. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, God's word says in 1 Samuel chapter 12, be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. Don't forget, God has got a plan and he is moving in your life even today. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for 1 Samuel chapter 28.